This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Hello, everyone, and good evening, and welcome along to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the tennis betting podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers. I'm Nigel Seeley, and as per usual, on a Tuesday, we look ahead to the following day on Wednesday's action on the ATP Tour. And I'd like to say joining me is our senior ATP Tour handicapper, it's Sean Calvert, and we're looking ahead to round two in Canada. Uh, Sean, good evening to you. Good evening. Now, Sean, it's uh, the school holidays here. And uh, we've always we always like to Tell hear me about, about your, it. Well, we always like to hear about your sort of your adventures during the school holidays. Do you? you just told me you've just had a load of eight year olds back at the house screaming and shouting, driving yeah. you mad. That's you know that's why we're late recording today. No, we're not really because I was at the dentist. But uh, yeah, that's how should they yeah. be? I don't know which one's worse. I think you would have taken me sitting and get your teeth drilled out rather than sitting with the, all the kids screaming and shouting. I don't mind the dentist actually. I've never had a I've never had a problem with the dentist. I have with you have to the, the price of it now. That's that's the big problem I have. Well that 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 would as you know that would probably pain me greatly. But um <laughs> the actual physical pain, I I don't know. I've, I think it's because I've hardly ever had anything done. My teeth are pretty good. Never had any problems with the dentist, never had it an issue with it at all. So if you're asking me what would I rather have, an afternoon sat in a dentist chair or or collecting three kids, only one of which was mine from a football camp, bringing them back here, trying to look after them for like two hours before the various parents turned up. I'd go with the dentist, mate, yeah. Well, let me just put you off the dentist. I'm going to ask you to, I'm going to give you, ask you a question, right? I have to have mm. two fillings, one filling on the left-hand side, one filling on the upper side, and I have to have a clean, right? So two fillings and a clean. How much do you reckon? Two fillings and a clean. Where yeah, are you two fillings. Uh, yeah, Probably yeah. Oh, about a grand. Well, not six hundred and forty pounds. Six hundred and forty, yeah, that's six hundred and forty pounds. So don't eat sweets, kids. That's the that's the memo for me. Well, get yourself a good NHS dentist. Well, that, this is an NHS dentist. You can have the the black fillings, which you see they're free. Oh, but yeah. You have to have the white ones, and you don't see them. Two hundred and twenty pound a filling. Well, you know, this is this is what we work hard for, isn't it? To get the money to to afford these luxuries, so we don't have to have black fillings. We can have you know white ones if you want. I've actually, you were surprised no one to learn. I actually went with the black one last time because uh, it was, it was, it, it was quite it's a few free. years ago and it, yeah. it was right at the back of my mouth. So no one's ever going to see it anyway. So I, I just know. thought, you know, whatever. Anyway. Well, it pains me. So the pressure is on you, Sean, to, uh, to get some winners here for me today because I need the money after the visit to the dentist today. So the pressure's, okay. you know, the pressure's on every sort of appearance here, but the pressure's on so more. Uh, if you send in the top left-hand corner, a corner of the screen, it's we're eight point four four units up on this show, and um, we're looking to extend that uh, in Toronto tomorrow. Before we go on to the selected matches that Sean has chosen to speak about for Wednesday, uh, let's have a look at the conditions and look at the outright market. Obviously, Carlos Alcaraz is the tournament favourite here. He's still awaiting who his opponent's going to be. We'll know a little bit later. Will it be Ben Shelton or Sebastian Morales? Uh, Daniel Medvedev, our pick, uh, it hasn't played yet. Obviously, he's got to buy through to the second round. But what you've seen from the opening day's play, the two days play now, um, 
What are the conditions like? And you know, has anyone anyone stood out and impressed you or anything like that? Well, it seems a bit slower than it 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 was last time here in 2021. I, the statistics there's only stats for seven matches, but it's it's down 77 percent holds, 71 percent first serve points one. That's only from only seven matches. So it's a very small sample size, but it does seem slow. But I think a lot of that is because of the weather because it's been mm. it's been damp, it's been overcast, it's a lot of moisture in the air makes the balls a bit heavier. They are using those Wilson US Open balls as I as I thought they probably would do, um, and obviously with with these tournaments as well, they you know they relay the courts every year because these a lot of these venues are used for other things throughout the year. So every time they relay the court, it's you know it it could be slightly different. They, the tournament could have said, "Can you make it a bit slower? Can you make it a bit quicker?" You know, we're not party to that information, um, and we don't really see it until we see it, sort of thing. This this I think this tournament is. Sorry, this surface for this tournament is made out of recycled tennis balls from the previous tournament, um, which I think they've done before at, um, at certain tournaments in the US Open Series. Um, so that's that's no great surprise. I think we're going to see it quicken up, though, because the weather has been, as I said, pretty pretty sort of hit and miss, hasn't it? Quite not warm by any means in Toronto, but tomorrow is, is supposed to be warm, about 26 and sunny all day. So if it continues to be sunny, I think we'll see it quicken up, but it's um, it's, it's slightly slower at the minute than than. Um, the last time it, it was played here. Yeah, so we're going to look at some matches tomorrow. We expect the conditions to be a little bit quicker. And that will suit the first match. Uh, Herbert Herkash, the big server, former finalist here. He's up against me more Kekmanovic. Uh, you never really know what Kekmanovic turns up for me. I think he's too methodical. He's too mechanical. And I just never trust him to bet with. But uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Herbert Herkash is the heavy favourite here. He's minus 295. Kekmanovic is the dog at plus 225. Um, they've met... Once before, uh, Kick Manovic, sorry, um, Herkash won that, but that was uh, two, won, didn't he? Sorry, Kick Man, hang on, I, I, I don't want to say it. I, I, I thought he won it and I it left the screen, I, I swept the screen off because I was trying to find the the, the Bedford's website. Kick Manovic won it in 2019, as Sean said, there he won in three close sets or closest sets. Uh, and the, the overs would have come in on there. And I was, I was looking, Sean, as before you, in, before you correctly interrupted me to find out what the overs right. were this time. No, it's fine. You correct. It was a mistake. Uh, 22 and a half is the over here uh, with Bet Rivers on the total. It's minus 106. The under is minus 121. The spread is three and a half of Get Manovic. Uh, the st- play starts at 11 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. The order of play isn't announced yet, but we will know that a little bit later on this afternoon to so check the Bet Rivers website out on that. And when you do head to the Bet Rivers website, you will see they have 29 different markets on this match. And Sean Calvert has a bet for us on one of those markets. What do you like here, Sean? I like the overs. It's you know, it's a it's a play that I've mentioned a few times with Hercash. There's there's a lot of evidence here to suggest this is value. If you look at Hercash against top 50 ranked opponents in best of three set matches in the last 12 months, over 22 and a half has cashed 23 times in 30 matches. That's a huge 77% of the time, which equates to odds of about 1.3-ish in uh, in decimal. But we're getting 1.83, about over 22 and a half games. So on, on that massive value, over two and a half sets, again, those same 30 matches against top 50 opponents. Um, that's cashed 19 times in 30 matches, over two and a half sets. Tie break played, if you want that market, uh, that would have, uh, sorry, that that would have cashed 21 times in 30 matches. So all these markets offer value for me because it's a running theme, isn't it, with Herkash? He, he still he still can't break serve often enough. Last week, he you know he, he showed 
decent level actually at Wimbledon, didn't he? And he, he played Djokovic. Should have won at least one, probably two actually those sets against Djokovic, but let himself down on the big points. Um, it, it just seems to me like it's it's a running theme. He he lost to Michael Mo last week, um, Washington DC. Just isn't able to 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 put sets away. It's the, 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 it's incredible his record that he has of going over the games and over the sets and um, in a in a match which should be from the baseline pretty close. You know, Kekmanovic is is arguably at least her cash is equal off the base. You know, off the baseline, it's the serve perhaps you would certainly give her cash a, a decent advantage. But I'm happy to take over twenty two and a half games at one point eight three, given the the evidence that um, I've I've dug up here. Yep, over minus one twenty one with Bet Rivers. Uh, Sean alluded to the tie breaks. Uh, they're all on their total sets over two and a half plus one forty five may come into the reckoning. Uh, at least one set to have a tie break. Let me find the price on that. Uh, over half a tie break is minus one hundred three. Yeah, so, one point nine seven, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, all those markets may tempt you. So we're looking at overs in changing conditions. We expect tomorrow. In Toronto and changing fortunes in the last few weeks is what's happened for Stefanos Sitsibas, a man who didn't show anything going into Wimbledon. And last week he played absolutely brilliant to win Los Cabos uh, in Mexico. It's a real mouth-watering match he has tomorrow up against Gail Monfils. Gail Monfils obviously did us a favour against Christopher Eubanks when he bet, we bet him there at a very nice price. And he had done the business for us uh, on Monday. But he's got a tough match here against Sitsipas. Galmon Fees is available at plus 250. Stefanos Sitsipas is minus 335. The spread here is three and a half. Uh, Sitsipas giving up three and a half is minus 130. And the total is 22 and a half. We've said many times when we spoke about Galmon Fees that uh, he raises his game to the, on the big stage. And uh, this is the biggest match of the day tomorrow, I would have thought. we on a show court. Two showmen up against each other. This should be a really good watch here. Um, are we keeping face with the faith with Gail Monfils, or are we uh, are we sort of deserting him here? I think I probably know because I know you're pretty anti Sitsipas, and I know you've got a soft spot for Gail Monfils. So uh, I'm pretty guessing where we're going. But uh, what are we doing here, Sean? I don't know if I've got a soft spot for him. I do. I do. I do enjoy watching him play. Actually, I, I will. I will say that. Um, not many underdogs winning round two. Just just as a side point, actually, uh, historically, twenty six percent in round two compared to 42% in round one. So it's something to bear in mind. I'm not going to go for Monfils to win, but I'm going to take the overs. Uh, Sitsipas in 2023 at main level on outdoor hard. Great record, 14-3 win loss and a 107 service points, one return points, one total. Excellent stats. But if you look at the matches against top 50 ranked opponents on outdoor hard, he's only won two of his last 10 um matches in straight sets and those were the two that were in Los Cabos in, in the slow conditions that he enjoys against an opponent he's absolutely dominated in in um Alex Diminor and also Borna Chorich um so these stats are a little bit misleading for me against Monfils it's a pass against Monfils they've not played since 2019 but you know it, it's worth looking at the the head-to-head series in terms of service points one return points one tails it's actually Monfils that leads 102.5 compared to 97.5 for Sitsipas. So a, a decent lead for Monfils there, although obviously uh, it's four or five years down the line. So, you know, you can add the decline for Monfils in there. They played four tie breaks, um, four tie break sets in eight sets that they've played. So it's been a very a close um, career series, as I say, not met since 2019. It's a difficult one. This Sitsipas first match coming back from Los Cabos, very, very different conditions. It was very, very hot there, very humid, a slow 
um, a hard court. Now he's coming into very different conditions here in Canada. And Sitsipas has played a tie-break in nine of his 12 career matches at the Canada Masters. And some of those have been at Montreal, where it's usually a little bit slower. So, and obviously Monfils has had that match under his belt as well, which incidentally, he tried to he tried to give me a bit of uh, stress in that, didn't he? He was a set and 5-3 up Monfils, served for the match, failed. 4-1 uh, up in the ensuing tie-break, failed with that as well. And I was thinking, oh, seriously? But he managed to pull himself together in the third set. So he's had that match under his belt, three decent sets um, against a good opponent in Chris Eubank. So I'm happy to take the overs in this one as well. Um, over 22 and a half, again, 1.97. That's uh, minus 103 with Bet Rivers. It's actually gone up a little bit. Uh, the over Has 22 it? and a half now is plus 102 with Bet Rivers. Oh, even better. It's uh, plus money. So head quick, get over and get that plus 102 now uh, before it disappears. Uh, but plus 102 is the price now for over. 22 and a half, Stefanos Sitsabas, Agel Monfils. Remember, if you do have a wager on that match, you'll be able to live stream the match on the BetRivers website, on your tablet, on your mobile phone. Uh, and that applies to any one of the matches that you do choose to have a bet on uh, on the website for tomorrow's order of play. Uh, the next match, again, um, this one here looks looks an over. So if you're looking at the recent record between the two of them, it's Tommy Paul up against Francisco Serendulu. Tommy Paul, the American, is minus 167 against the Argentinian Serendulu. is plus 133. The spread is two and a half. Tommy Paul giving up two and a half is minus 107. The total here over, again, 22 and a half minus 108. Uh, under 22 and a half is minus 118. They've met three times before, twice this year and twice uh, in this summer, um, earlier in, in June. They met at Eastbourne. All three of the matches have been on grass courts. Eastbourne in Serendula won 2-1 uh, in the final set, 6-4, where the total games come in at 27. They met at Queen's Club the week before, where the total games come in at 33. Again, Serendulu won. And at Eastbourne again in 2022, Tommy Paul come in in a match again, best of three sets when it come in at 33. So overs is cashed in all three of those matches. Very different conditions. Obviously, Eastbourne and Queen's are a lot faster than the conditions you'll find in Toronto. But that must be a good sign for any overs betters. Are we, are we making it a clean sweep of overs here, Sean? Uh, I'm not having an official play in this one, but I am expecting it to be a, a reasonably tight encounter, yeah. Um, as you said, they met three times on grass in the last 12 months or so, all going to a deciding set. The last one was particularly annoying to me because I had Tommy Paul to win the tournament and he, he had to play twice in the same day because of the rain in Eastbourne. Um, Andy got injured in that final as well. Andy scored more points in that match and was ahead on all the stats and still lost. So the head-to-head of the of the three grass court meetings, although Serendolo's won two of them, I think, didn't he? Um, it's Paul that actually leads in terms of service points, one every 10 points, one totals. Paul on 102, Serendolo won 98. So Serendolo's certainly ridden his luck um, in a, a couple of those matches there. He's actually only won 40% of his second serve points in this head-to-head, Serendolo, Paul's won 50%. So it's 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 unfortunate for Tommy Paul to have lost a couple of those matches. If you look at just that, the outdoor hard um, main level statistics for this season, again, it's Tommy Paul that's ahead in terms of the totals. Paul's on 105, Serendolo won 102. So I think this is time for Tommy Paul to get a little more of what he's deserved in this matchup. Um, but I think it will be a tough one. Serendolo, if, when he lights it up with that forehand, he is, you know, he's a tough guy to beat. Um, so I think the the two one to Tommy Paul here will be a, a slight lean for me at um, three point eight plus two eighty. That was uh, earlier on with Bet Rivers. 
and that's still the price now, uh, plus 180. Well, it's plus 280 with Bet Rivers on the 2-1 for Tommy Paul. You can also bet the over to make it a clean sweep of overs. Mate, I wouldn't even put anybody off a little parlay on the overs and the three of those. Herkash, Sitsipas, and Tommy Paul on the overs. The next match, another could be another over. And this is a real intriguing game, a very interesting match. Uh, it's an all-Italian affair between Matteo Berrettini and Yannick Sinner. Amazingly, the two of them never played played before on the ATP Tour when you consider that they're, they're fellow countrymen and you would have played in a lot of tennis growing up, but they've never played on the main tour. Um, we spoke about Berrettini in round one, Sean, and you said that you weren't convinced by his fitness. Um, mm-hmm. His record at Wimbledon, I thought he was exceptional at Wimbledon when he reached the last 16 where he lost to Alcaraz, but in the first set, he was going toe-to-toe with the Wimbledon champion in the world number one. Um, he played really well against Berrettini. Um, I, don't, I think Barrera probably had a bit, bit of a bad day, not not his high levels that you would expect from the Frenchman. But he did win really well, Berrettini. Are you sort of thinking now that he is a little bit back to match fitness or you think there's still a long way to go? Because if he is uh, up to match fitness and these conditions are going to be a lot quicker tomorrow, he's got a real chance here against Yannick Sinner, who uh, hasn't played since Wimbledon's first match since losing to Djokovic in that semi-final where he... Uh, he gave away so many opportunities to take at least a set again to our disappointment in that semi-final. Yeah. That was that was another painful one, wasn't it? Sinner should easily have taken a set there, the chances that he had. Yeah, Barrera was um Barrera just didn't serve. He served appallingly. He was, I think he was at 44% first serves in Barrera against he didn't give himself a, a slight, a slight chance at all, did he? Serving at 44%. You've got no chance of of well, certainly no chance of beating Berrettini, but my overs was was really scuppered by the fact that he just couldn't buy a first serve. I think if he'd have made another 10%, ideally 15% uh, first serves, we would have seen that over his cash. But, you know, what can he do if a guy serves at 44%? Um, this is a really intriguing one. I've put this in here because I think it's the match that a lot of people will want to watch. Mm. Um, it's hard one to bet on because, as you said, Sin has not played since Wimbledon. His best level, that level that you'll remember very well from Miami, that level would obviously win this match. That level would be pretty much anybody on the tour, I think. Um, but I think it's asking a lot for him to produce it coming straight from Wimbledon. Although that's what obviously Berrettini did in the first round against Barrett, but this is a, a very different match. It's, it's not ideal, is it? Coming from a, a layoff and then playing somebody as as powerful as Berrettini. In terms of the statistics, I've, I've looked at the sort of longer term stats on this because obviously Berrettini's had a few injury problems. But the last the last fifty matches each on outdoor hard, Berrettini sixty two percent win rate and a service points one return points one total of one hundred and three. It's okay, not not you know good, but not not fabulous. Sinner seventy six percent win rate and his total is one hundred and six, so quite a clear advantage for Sinner. But I think if you are in a bet on this, given the the conditions are going to be a little bit quicker tomorrow, and and the fact that Sinner is potentially a little bit rusty, um, balls should fly around a lot, giving Berrettini's sort of first serve and forehand combination, a, a bit of a boost. Um, I would perhaps be tempted with the set one over 10 and a half games, which earlier on was 2.75 plus 175 a bit rivers. But it's a it's a tricky one to bet, knowing not knowing how sin is going to be. Yeah, total games over 10 and a half is currently plus 175. Uh, Sinner is minus $2 on the money line. Matteo Berrettini plus 155. The total games here, one higher than the match we've spoken about earlier. At 23 is the total. Over is even money. A whole host of different uh, bets available on the website. And the spread here is, let me just get it, Berrettini is a two and a half dog. So minus 113 for Berrettini. Minus 112 for Sinner. Uh, you get Berrettini plus two and a half. I quite like the two and a half start for Berrettini, given his serve. If he serves well, 
chances are he goes to a tiebreak. If we go overs, he could lose a set or win a set seven six. So not really. I like. I've I've said this to you before. My strategy a lot of time with big servers is to bet them with the, like them on the handicap plus two and a half or plus three and a half. When you know if they do lose a set, there's a good chance it'll be a tiebreak. So I quite like Berrettini plus two and a half here. I think um, I, I'm still clinging on to my fifty to one U.S. Open voucher. I've got Sebastian Cora at 66 to one as well, which I've sort of given up, but good performance yesterday. So, of, of before... course, he had a good performance yesterday. I didn't back him today yeah. outright for a change. What did he hit today? 70, 74% first service in today, Corda. He yep. got something like, what was it, 48% against Shevchenko last week? I mean, what can you do? Can you see he a said... common theme here, Sean, whenever you sort of bet someone? Is it, is it, is it like. They decide that they're going to have a bad serving day, yeah. Humbert, another one today, of course, decided to come out in his first match against Jarry and hit two double faults, a few unforced errors and donate his serve away. You always uh, remember the happen. losing ones. You you always, He's everybody new. remembers the losing ones and the bad beats. You never remember the ones that are easy and routine you pick up. You just take them for granted. So That's we're true. still in front, 8.4 u- units on the year. The US Open to come, Cincinnati next week. I'm no pressure on you, Sean, but I expect at least 50 units by the end of the year. Anyway, uh, let's move on to okay. the final. Let's move <laughs> on to the, let's move on to the final match uh, of the day that we're going to talk about. And this is a another interesting one after the events of what happened last night. Milos Raonic making his comeback on the A to B tour. Obviously, he played uh, a couple of tournaments before, previous to this, but uh, he's back in 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 his homeland. He's going to be his last ever. Uh, probably Canadian Open in his last season. So he really wants to go out on a high. He's got the huge crowd behind him and he came through an epic match last night against Francis Tiafo. And in, in the first set was uh, was an incredible situation where Tiafo hit the net and uh, Ranich smashed his racket up with the, with the, the, the discussion brought on the referee. It was, it was quite bizarre. But um, on the tennis front here, Ranich, at his age, with his... With his, with his uh, recent injury concerns and on the comeback trail to come through that kind of match and then play an opponent like Tara Daniel. You wouldn't, you'd probably be happy to play Tara Daniel, but it's going to be a lot on him. And uh, I think it'd be quite brave to take the minus 167 on Milos Ranić here. Uh, they have met twice before, Ranić won them both, but they're, they're totally not worth even looking at. One of them was in 2014 and the other one was 2018. Uh, Tara Daniel was plus 135 here. I haven't got enough about me to bet Tara Daniel at plus 135. The spread here is two and a half, minus 130. Uh, Daniel receiving the start. And the total, again, is a high one, 23 and a half, as you would expect with Milos Maranić. Serving uh, stats that he has, and the fact that he's got the home support behind him, and the fact that he's playing uh, for them and for himself in what was going to be his one could potentially be his last ever match in Canada. Um, what do we do here, Ranich? Do we do we just fade him automatically after that match, or do we think that he might have one last hurrah to, or his body gets him through? But uh, can we trust Daniel? That's the other question. Yeah, it's a tricky one. This isn't it. Um, I put this one in because it's. I think it's quite interesting. Um, I am quite tempted to back Taro Daniel just on the basis of of fitness, really. Um, if you think the last time Milos Raonic won back-to-back matches was in March 2021, so that's the best part of two and a half years ago. He's not won back-to-back matches since then. No, he's, he certainly hasn't played much since then, but that's the last time he won two matches consecutively, um, Milos Raonic. So, and he did have the trainer out, didn't he, against against um, Tierfo. Again, he, mm. I think it was a lower back issue, if I remember rightly. Um, so he really is, he really is at the at the end of his career around it. Unfortunately, injuries have just kind of, they've just put paid to his career, which is a, a shame, but um, that's the situation that he finds himself in. I took a look at Tyro Daniel's record against big servers. He's not 
it's not great. It's four wins and 10 losses against big serves. But he did beat Matteo Berrettini in, in slow conditions at Indian Wells earlier on this season. Um, I presume this is going to be a night match. I, I can't imagine they're just going to bang it on at two o'clock in the afternoon with it being Milos Raonic. I, I assume it's going to be a night match. If that's the case, then obviously it'll be a little bit slower. Which would which would favour Taro Daniel? He would he would enjoy those conditions, and in those fourteen matches against big servers, Daniel's only broken serve ten percent of the time, so he has struggled in his career against big servers. But the question, as you said, is is what what is Milos Raonic going to bring to this court? Because we've seen him in this little mini comeback that he's had this year. He's he started out well, pretty much all the time, hasn't he? he beat um, it was Kekmanovic, wasn't it in the in the first match that he played? For yeah. two years, he beat Kekmanovic, and then he come back and he couldn't he couldn't replicate it against Jordan Thompson. You know, he was nowhere near struggling again. Again at Wimbledon, he, he got a bit lucky, beat De- Dennis Novak, who who should have done better, incidentally, um, in the first match, and then he couldn't really do anything against Tommy Paul. So, it's it, do you trust Raonic's fitness? If you do, if you think he's gonna, if he if you think he's gonna be able to get through this match, then he should win it. But I certainly wouldn't back him at minus money on his. On, on you know on the state of his his body these days, I'm I'm tempted to back Daniel, but as I say, I'm not I'm not c- completely convinced enough to to push the button. It's, it's just a more of a lean, really. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with you here. Uh, Ranich, obviously, after that epic match against TFO, two massively long tie breaks and then winning the final set at 32 years of age, all those back problems. But the thing is, if he was playing any other opponent in the whole draw, I think I would probably bet them. But Tara Daniel, I just I'm not so sure, but uh... doesn't inspire confidence a lot of the time, does he? He's got a lot of big wins, Toro Daniel, but they're, they're normally surrounded by lots of really poor losses, so you never really know what he's going to do. As I say, beat Berrettini at Indian Wells, but obviously it's slower there. Um, it's it's a, it's a lean. I couldn't. I don't think I could actually bet it. Not with your dental money at stake, anyway. Oh no, I wouldn't risk. I wouldn't risk half a <laughs> filling on Toro Daniel. But the other thing as well is obviously you got to look around for obviously the, the be careful of a, a retirement here. The rules, obviously, yeah. Bet Rivers. You know, you look check, check the rules on that to, to make sure that there's retirement. There's a good chance that Randich may retire from this match. Uh, anyway, that's it. That is Wednesday's matches uh, all. Looked at five matches we have for you on Wednesday. Members head to the Bet Rivers website to have a look on them. There'll be the outright markets there as well. Carlos Alcaraz will be leading the market. Can he win the Canadian Mar- Open for the what's the Rogers Cup? Canadian Masters is it anymore? Canadian Open. It's the National Bank Open presented by Rogers now. Yeah, I know. But what do you what do we call? Can, 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 I would call it the Canada Open? Masters generally. Canada, I would call oh, it yeah, the Canada Masters. Yeah. The Canada Masters. Uh, can he win it for the first time? Uh, he is the favourite. It's plus one forty to do so with Bet Rivers before the ball was served. Uh, I'd expect the money to come for the, the Spaniard. Uh, Daniel Medvedev is our pick. Uh, he's in action as well a little bit later on in the week. And also uh, Alexander Zverev, my pick as well. So we lots of tennis to come up. And there's also lots of fantastic content available now on the YouTube channel, which is Betting Weekly Studios at Because We Win. Uh, we have Noni, myself and Sean breaking down the ATP Tour events each week. We now have the European Soccer League starting this weekend. The action really does hot up. It's La Liga starts this week. Ligue 1 starts in France and also the English Premier League. And we have a future show on all those leagues available now. If you subscribe to the, to the, to the YouTube channel, you'll be able to watch that and you'll get an alert every time anything drops. And also this weekend is the start of the, the fixtures as well. So on Thursday, there will be a Premier League week one match preview. Myself, Jack Wright and Dan Roebuck. And also the European guys uh, involve Steve Vish, 
James Easton and Rory Barlow will be looking ahead to the best bets in La Liga and League Earn as well. So lots of fantastic content on the YouTube channel and we need you to subscribe. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Because We Win. And please give us a rate and review on our podcast, on uh, your preferred podcast provider. You can download Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. And we'd like to hear your feedback on anything you have and any questions you have there for Sean or myself. Uh, please leave us uh, some notes on there and we'll be able to uh, to answer anything you may have. Uh, Sean, enjoy the rest of your day. Get some sleep. You know, it's, what's the time now? Half eight. You'll probably stay in the, the shed for about another 20 minutes until they'll go to sleep and you, you, got, you get a little message, like the light flicks on twice to say, you're safe to come in now. No, Lagan will be asleep now, no problem. Oh, you, you result. So you can go back, feet up, watch a bit of the tennis, cash some tickets in play, head to the Bet Rivers website and make some money and end what's been a bit of a stressful day in style. Yeah, it's all back tomorrow, though, for another one. Yep, we're back tomorrow looking ahead to Thursday's action as well. So remember, remember the, the new change of schedule. Myself and Sean, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, and Rory will be back looking at the women's events at the US Open in a couple of weeks' time. So ATV Tour now, Sunday, um, <laughs> Sunday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Before we yeah. go, Sean, we've always yes. been asked, we always get asked to do a little recap of the bet. So just give us a recap of your official picks for tomorrow. Yeah, um, over 22 and a half games uh, in the match between Maimir Kekmanovic and Hubert Cash. That's around about 1.83 chance for Bet Rivers. And the similar similar bet, over 22 and a half games in Sitsipas against Monfils, which you said was now 2.02, plus yeah, 102. Yeah, plus 102. Bet Rivers. So head there quickly. I'm sure those lines will change. Uh, enjoy your evening. Uh, we're back again tomorrow. Take care, everyone, and stay safe.